and welcome to the 145 Rural Podcast, where we are here to strengthen music careers and communities one song at a time. And now, here's your host, Jacob Wing. Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. Intro Man, and welcome to the 145 Rural Podcast. Happy to have you along. Today, we're just doing a quick 20-minute interview with a country music artist and recording artist, Tanner Laws. He has done two full albums. He's also done eight singles, all available on whatever streaming platform you might happen to listen to. Spotify, he's got over a 1,000 listeners, and he is doing about 10 to 15 shows at the moment per month. So he is just a great wealth of knowledge about how to get out there and get to doing what you love. So we're just going to take a quick listen. Hopefully we can pick up from things from here, and here's his interview. All right, so welcome to the 145 Podcast Show. Appreciate having you here. We have Tanner Laws with us here today, yeah. and uh, pretty excited to have him. He's our first interview, and we made a big choice on having him first for a big reason. He knows a lot about being a hard-time working musician, and really appreciate. <laughs> and we want to see what we can pick out of your brain. All right, yeah. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So let's just start with the basics. Why did you start with music? Um, I mean, I always loved music growing up. Loved singing, um, mostly just like in the car, in the shower, at church, that kind of stuff. But I always loved it and never really thought I'd ever do it for money or as a career. But here we are now. Um, I think the creative part of it is something that, that's new. I definitely never thought I'd be on that part of it. I always just like singing along to other people's songs. So when was that moment that you went from I like this to I want to do this as a career um I think there was it was like a two-part thing the first one was um I had some friends that convinced me to sing at our high school talent show when I was a junior and uh, I did pretty good and heard a recording and it sounded good and I was like oh I didn't know I sounded that good so that was kind of a spark of like I didn't know I kind of had that talent but then I kind of went away from it and uh, didn't really ever perform in front of crowds until uh, I got to college and I wanted to learn guitar. So I started learning guitar, started playing in front of friends and family and writing some of my own songs. And once they um, started telling me they thought they were good, I thought I'd start doing it in front of people. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the last spark was like when strangers started telling me they liked my my stuff. That's what pushed it over the top? That's kind of what pushed it, yeah. When people I didn't know were, were giving me that confidence boost. Yeah. So we got to that point. So what would you say, going to that and you're, you're ready to know to do it, what was your biggest hurdle from that point where you just had to make that choice of, I'm not full-time and going full-time? What has been your biggest hurdle till now? Um, the biggest hurdle for me was definitely uh, a little over a year ago, I... When I quit my full-time engineering job, that was a big, scary step. Lots of uh, sleepless nights, for sure. I bet. Yeah, going from something so safe and secure and uh, well-paying and all that to really just taking a leap of faith, that was that was scary, for sure. But um, it wasn't too bad, because I'd been performing on weekends for about two, three years. And I did that for my last two years of college, kind of helped pay groceries and rent back in college so it's like I was performing but it was in really small bars um, not much tips didn't pay very much but Mm -hmm. really stepping out and just venturing out um, 
after college, I started asking around about playing at other places and I didn't have, you know, manager or anything. So I'm just emailing and Facebook messaging and Instagram messaging as many places as I can. And I mean, one out of every 20, I'll get a response. It's still like that sometimes, you know, but as long as you keep sending out a ton, you'll hear back from some and some people will give you a chance to take a shot on you. And I was lucky enough to have, have some people take a chance on me. That's awesome. So what would you say as your career as a whole? Mm-hmm. So you make that choice, you jump in. What would you call your biggest success to date? Um, I think my biggest success to date, I'd say, is um, just kind of going for it on recording songs and getting them out on Spotify and Apple Music and stuff. Because two, three years ago, I had no idea what the process was to do that kind of thing or how to even go about it and um, never even really thought about it. But my friends would keep saying, you know, we like your songs, but we um, we're tired of having to dig through Instagram or, or YouTube or something to go find them. I hear that a lot. Yeah. So like they said, Hey, you should just record it and put them on uh, those streaming platforms. And I think that's really cool that people can do that now. They can just go and listen to my songs and download them and listen to them anytime they want. Awesome. Awesome. So, does it feel like your fan base has been growing that way a bit? Yeah, I mean, some some days it um, it seems like it's in a lull, like it's not, but it it is. And uh, I definitely would say getting your songs recorded and out on those streaming platforms is a a must if you want to grow as a as a musician and like grow your fan base for sure. That's definitely something you have to do to make it easy on them to find your stuff. Makes sense, really does. So if you could talk to yourself a couple of years ago before you ever jumped all in, what would you think would be your best advice if you just had like five minutes in the past with yourself, sit down and say, here is something you should focus on or, or here's how to get over a hurdle you're going to hit. What would you think would be, you know, something you'd tell your older self? Um, I would say just, uh, uh not be scared to take chances and, uh, just go for it. Um, make as many connections as you can. That's a huge thing. That's a good one. Making as many connections as you can. Cause, uh, sometimes you're going to have to burn bridges. That's going to happen. But the more connections you make, the more opportunities will present themselves and the more opportunities you take advantage of the, the better you'll get as a musician, the more connections you'll make. And it just, it kind of that ripple effect, you know, the more effect you'll have on other people and they'll have on you. Makes a lot of sense. Really good advice there. So how about, since we're talking to an audience, some of the people that will be listening to this or seeing you will not have been able to go into the studio for the first time or take that step. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a bit about that. You've done or you've worked in multiple studios. You've done multiple albums. I think you have at least eight singles out right now that mm-hmm. you've done to date. What is it like going into the studio for the first time? You know, talk about, you know, the feelings that you had going in and now, you know, what what would you tell somebody else going in for the first time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's if you haven't been in one before, it uh, could probably be a little bit intimidating for sure. Um, when you come in, you see all the equipment that they use that you aren't familiar with or um, whatever kind of uh, system they use is their uh, DAW. And uh, I'd say just uh, one, make sure your, your songs are all prepared. Um, what I did, I think, for my very first one is I was really overprepared. I kind of, I printed out whatever songs I planned on recording that day, printed out all the lyrics, uh, labeled the verses and the choruses. That way I could give them to the um, 
whoever was recording the producer and they would know like when those changes are going to happen just in case you wanted to add other instruments on it. Cause a lot of my songs starting out were just acoustic, but with ones that I wanted other instruments, um, it was, it made it easier on them to, to know when the, the changes in the song were going to happen. So I'd say be prepared with, um, like a script kind of what songs you're planning on recording. Um, make sure your voice is warmed up before you get there a little bit. Um, Make sure your guitar is in tuned at the minimum. Another thing you told me was um, to, if you can, get some new strings on, like maybe one day before. Mm-hmm. Does make a difference. That's it's great advice things. too. It does make a it does make a big difference. Um, then the other thing is, I guess, if you are planning on adding other instrumentation besides your vocals and your guitar, um, maybe kind of have an idea in your head what other instruments and um, where at you would like them to kind of show off or do solos or whatever you plan on. Yeah, you, I remember working with you. You just say musical break. That was fantastic. It's like, I want something here. And then we'd kind of discuss afterwards, you know, I want something here. I want, or I'm hearing guitar here. Yeah. here and, you know, some, some pedal still here. That works really great. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Hi there, and welcome to the ad break. We're just going to take a moment to let everybody know about our community of growing members. And if you'd like to be a part of that, just look at the info below and there will be a click there for an email sign up to join in and get your voice heard. As well, if you're enjoying this content, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the numbers 145 world. There you can join any of our groups. And you can add to the discussion of what topics we will choose that will help you and hopefully future members of our groups, as well as join monthly Q&As and other such benefits. Again, that's patreon.com slash the numbers 145 rural, and we look forward to seeing you there. Now, back to that regularly scheduled episode, and enjoy that content. Thanks again. Um, let's talk about, let's see. Ooh, that's a great one. How about when did you find your voice? When did you find what makes Tanner Tanner? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this one, and I hear this from um, other people, like when I'm listening to other artists, um, friends that are with me will be like, you know, I, I like them and they sound good, but they try too hard to sound like somebody else. They too hard, try too hard to sound like the original artist of whatever song they're covering. And I think I did that a little bit when I was first starting out, like when I was just playing at some small bars or um, first time I played at like our county fair. I think I kind of did that when I covered a song. I tried to sound more like the original artist. And uh, I think I found my voice when I started writing my own originals and performing those. Because when you're singing your own song, you can't sound like anyone else but yourself. You have no other reference really, so... The more I sang and performed my original songs, I think um, that's how I found my own voice. And then that made it easier for me to go from my song to another person's song. And I would just sing it like I sang my original song. So it kind of sounded like I had my own twist on it now. Makes a lot of sense. So if you had to sum up in like just one sentence, what would you say if you're just defining yourself? This is what Tanner Laws is. What would you say musically? Um, I would say don't... Um, don't try to confine yourself by a, a genre. Um, cause I've done that before. It's like, this, is this country or is this not country? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think don't confine yourself by a genre, just sing 
the way you want to sing it and how you think sounds good. No, that is fantastic. Nice I love simple. it. I absolutely love it. How about the episode that's going to come out right before this, that if anybody's listening or watching in a linear fashion um, or in chronological fashion, it's all about that balance, finding that balance in life, in your music, all that kind of stuff. Have you had any struggles in, in, in years trying to balance your personal life or your outside work life, your career or anything like that? Um, I mean, a little bit. Uh, I perform, um, now that I'm doing music full-time, I perform every Friday, Saturday, basically. And then in the summertime, I play during the weekdays a lot. So it's like, it's pretty close to having a full-time job. You're just switching the days off. And uh, that makes it hard to meet with the people you would usually meet with because most people have a nine to five, you know, on a weekday mm -hmm. and mine's mm -hmm. kind of opposite of that. They have the weekends <laughs> off. I don't have the weekends right. off. So it definitely makes it harder to, to meet up with people that you usually would on depending on their schedules. But the nice, nice thing about it is I'm kind of making, I make my own schedule so I can decide if I want to take certain days off and I kind of do that with birthdays and holidays or any kind of special event. It's that nice, nice that I can yeah, do that. that is yeah, nice. To make time for the people. That what about uh, like uh, relationships? Uh, does that make it difficult for that at all? Um, not really. I wouldn't say so. Yeah. I mean, you make the time where you can, and uh, if you want to make the time, then you do. Makes a lot of sense. Awesome. So let's talk about you. What's something that you are personally working on right now? Um, well, right now... I'm uh so I haven't re released um any music since when was that album was that the end of the summer maybe like September or October yeah around yeah, yeah. around fall yeah okay so probably around September was my last release um so since then I've I've been busy on the road still but I've been writing songs here and there and um I was been man I was in a a slump for sure. I couldn't, I could not finish a song for my life. I could start as many as possible. Right, right. So it's like the winter hibernation. Oh, yeah. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I had about 50, I still have about 50 or 60 half finished or three quarter finished songs. Um, but I, it, there was one I wrote this hunting season where it was just one of those days where everything clicked and I finished it in about a week. And so I think my next project is probably going to be recording that um, new hunting song and releasing it as a single. Awesome. Awesome. So let's go straight from that. That's fantastic. Let's talk about your writing process. What is it like? Where do you start? How do you know when you have an idea? Do you start with the music? Does the concept come to mm -hmm. you? Um, I'd say it's definitely different for um, not every song, but a lot of songs are different. Like that one that I just said I finished that happened super quick was I went out, um, it was hunting season. I went out with a real good family friend and, um, I don't know, just being out in nature is always something that's really inspirational to me. It's easy to spark that interest. And so we got back from hunting and I just kind of took it all in. It wasn't a successful hunt, but right, right. Gosh, being outside, right, being, being out in out. the mountains. And so it just mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. sparked an interest in a, an idea. And I was I went home and I was, man, I was still on that uh, that slump. I couldn't write nothing. So I was kind of like playing around on my guitar. I had one line actually is what it was because we were, we were hiking up to our hunting spot. It was maybe 5, 36 a.m. The sun hadn't come up yet, but I thought of a line mm -hmm. while, mm -hmm. I was, while I was walking because it was, it was so cold outside. My sweat was freezing in the ice. And I was like, man, this, would, <laughs> this is a vivid thing if you could make someone uh, think about this in a song. So I kind of wrote one line, got home, found a 
key I liked and found some chords I liked and played along till I I started to just hear a melody in my head. Yeah, right, right. And from there, I just started throwing in some lyrics. That's great. So uh, when do you know? When do you know you have a good song? And when do you know when it's finished? Um, I know I got a good song when it's either catchy. Um, I love the lyrics in it. Um, so that's a big thing to me is having good lyrics. So catchy, good lyrics. Um, the chorus stands out, kind of makes you just want to sing along really well. And then I know it's finished when it's like start from point A, get to point B. But if it comes full circle, like I'm, I'm a big time into storytelling. So for example, this, this hunting song is, um, it's literally just about the hunt. So it starts off the beginning of the hunt. Um, the story of the song is all the um, things you have to overcome. And then the end of the song is like at the end when you get the animal or you don't get the animal. And right. there's just so many ways you can go with it. But I know it's a finished song when you've gotten the point across that you want to get and you've hit the chorus. You don't have to have choruses and songs, but if you do have a chorus, I think after you've hit it two or at least three times, right, then right, you know you're right. getting close to the end. Yeah, no, that's great. That's one of my favorite things about your music, actually. Just that way you tell a story, the way you convey it. It puts you there. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes for two seconds. It's like you don't have a choice. You're there. Thank you. I, it I is love really that. great. I appreciate that. I do that. love that. And so how about what's next for you? Anything exciting? I know we talked about your album. What's, what's, mm-hmm. what's your next big thing? Shows, music, what's coming up for you this next year? So uh, another thing I learned um, after doing this for a little bit now, I'm still not very experienced, but I found right now we're in February. So January, February is when you want to you wanna book your springtime stuff, like in January. Ooh, that's some great advice. And then, and then by February, March, you want to be booking um, any summer gigs. Because right now there's tons of venues that do live music in the summer that already have their summer schedule right booked. right yeah that's and it's a lot only of February. people don't think about that stuff yeah so you want to you want to get out of the head of the game because um spring and summer are definitely like when the most live music is wanted like when the summer or when the weather is good outside mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you definitely want to get ahead of the game and try to get as many um gigs scheduled around january february which that is just great advice something everybody can just soak in a little bit mm-hmm yep yep so I have just one last question for you concerning any of this. We've talked about you going into the studio and how it was the first time getting to work with you and getting to know you. Uh, you have an engineering degree. You're a very intelligent person. There's no reason you couldn't do what any audio engineer does Thanks. if you truly wanted to. So can you maybe talk about why you chose to go into the studio instead of doing it by yourself and some of the benefits or how that might have helped mm-hmm. a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I first, my first album... I recorded, I was still doing engineering, so it was really just a, um, a matter of free time. Right, kind yeah, of, that know? makes sense. Because I, I, I know you, it's it's fairly simple to build your own home studio, but then you got to go through learning the DAW that you're going to use, um, getting the equipment that you have, um, just so many things that you have to learn yourself, and it made it a lot easier for me to not have to think about that stuff and really just focus on the music itself, the songwriting, the lyrics, and coming up in my head with what other um, instrumentation I wanted to put in there. Um, so it just made it way easier on me as the artist if someone else was spending it. Because I know how much time you spent on my stuff and 
boy, did I appreciate that because if I was doing it myself, I don't think I ever would have got it recorded. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, there's definitely a time swap in there. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that's a huge thing, too, when people like you who are so talented could do it. Mm-hmm. But I think you get to focus more on the creative end and perfecting your songs and not focusing on those 10,000 little things that you need to learn. So, yep. And I'd also say, like, definitely um, it's good to work with other people because oh, then you get to, you get to hear their enough, input on it. Right. You don't always got to take their, their input, but if, if having they, somebody to bounce it back and forth. Exactly. With. Yeah. Cause I mean, I would, there was one of my songs on my first album that I recorded that I didn't, um, I forgot about, I wrote it and then put it in my <laughs> yeah, notes, no. forgot about it for two years. Cause I thought it sucked. I didn't think it was very good. And it's a lot of people's favorite song on that first album. So it's like, you might be getting in your head a little bit too much about some stuff. So that's when it comes in handy to have someone to talk to and hear their advice. Or if you're bouncing between a couple ideas or not sure if something sounds good or doesn't, it's nice to have someone else's input for sure. Uh, yeah. I could even think of a specific example where we were sitting there and you like, you told me, Hey, do you want to hear this song? And you were like, I don't know if I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then you sang it to me and then every nerve in my brain started firing and I just I knew we have to do something with this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think it wound up being Close Your Eyes. Yep, that's, that's what it was. That's a great song. That's exactly I love what that it song. It's just that kind of thing, you know, where sometimes just having somebody else in the room can help. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and to anybody else who's going to listen. And helping out the smaller artists and uh, you know the rural out in the sticks. Oh yeah! So thank you so much yeah, for taking the time. Having me. So before we go, if you want to take a second and tell everybody if they want to come out and see a show, where they can go to a website okay, or yep. social media kind of thing. Yeah. So I got um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all under Tanner Laws Music. It's T A N N E R L A W S Music. Um, on TikTok too, same thing, Tanner Laws Music. Um, and then if you want to see my schedule where I'm performing, I post that on the social medias and then also on my website at tannerlawsmusic.com. So that's where you can check out my schedule, um, see any kind of new music I got coming out, any updates. And uh, what else do I got coming out? Oh, some um, some merch too, some like T-shirts. Oh, yeah, you got to go and, see this guy. You got to go see this guy live. He's He's amazing. Thank you. And if you didn't know the whole time I was wearing my Tanner Laws hat, <laughs> yeah. you should go see this man. He is amazing. He is talented. And just thanks Thank again. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later. All right. See you guys. Bye. And that was our interview with Tanner Laws. Just want to take a second to thank him again for taking an time out of his busy schedule to come spend some time with us in the studio let us pick his brain really want to thank you for taking the time to listen and i hope you got something out of this if you did or you know somebody who might just share it and let everybody else pick up on what we can do and and maybe build a community here that we can start helping each other grow from what we are to something bigger once again thanks for listening to the 145 podcast be sure to pick up next week's episode if you have the time or are interested. And then we'll see you again and have a fruitful and productive day. Thank you so much. See you later. Bye.